Happy cold, wintry Friday, friends. Carrie Croft here, coming back with another solo show. Me, the camera, and my bone that I want to pick today. I've got a big bone, and I'm going to go on a rant. This morning's rant is going to start with Pope Francis. Don't know if you've been living under a rock or if you haven't seen this, but Pope Francis came out and decided to lump surrogacy in with all the things wrong with the world, including the war and, and, and anything horrible that you can imagine, he, he decided to lump surrogacy in. And he called for a global ban on surrogacy. There's so many things wrong with this. It's so out of touch on so, I don't even know which, I don't even know which points to extrapolate because there's so many. I mean, number one, you are an 87 year old man who's been in a relationship with God for who knows how long you have no idea what what this journey is even like and really what what the what the meat of it is and and what how much it's benefiting people that's number 1 number 2 what are you talking about it's deplorable and that children aren't for sale um, and that it's exploiting poor women you know i could go on and on the the real long and short of this is Stay in your lane. Why do you care? And this is another question that I have. I have this question on so many levels. One of my favorite sayings is, my name's Paul, and that's between y'all. Why do you care? As someone who has been a recipient of not only surrogacy, but reproductive technology, which the Catholic Church also has a problem with, don't you have your own problems? I don't want to sit here and, you know, go into it too deep, but don't you have your own problems to deal with? And it's so funny that I'm sitting here in an empty room with a camera yelling at the Pope. If anybody would have told me this 20 years ago, hey, listen, fast forward 20 years, you're going to be sitting by yourself with a camera yelling at the Pope. I would literally be like, okay, is there a straitjacket? Because I must be in the loony bin. But in all seriousness, surrogacy is such a gift to people, whether you're a same-sex loving couple who deserves to have a family or you're a couple like myself and my husband who struggled for years to have children and went through so much loss and heartache, including a child who lived in the ICU and then passed away. And the only way we were able to get a sibling for our son was through surrogacy, which by the way, we found an amazing, educated, loving woman who had a supportive family who held us through that process. And now we have lifelong friends. Why do you care? Why is that a problem? Please, please DM me, Pope Francis. You're not gonna DM me because you probably don't have social media because you're sitting in your little, your mobile bubble waving your hand. It's so out of touch. But it's, you have the power to say something that has a ripple effect through the global media. And then you have all these people who are anti-surrogacy who now have their little panties in a wad. And they're like, oh yeah, we, surrogacy, it's terrible. It's awful. It's, it's you know, the bane of our existence. Stay in your lane. Actually, I've got another idea. Get proximity to a situation like mine and then understand there's nuance here. Understand there are many families in this world who have been built on the back of reproductive technology and surrogacy and why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you care? Why do you care? And, and the last time I checked, this whole, you know, ex exploitation of poor women. I don't see this uprising of poor women walking around as surrogates and, and, and being exploited. Surrogacy is not something you just wake up and go, oh, good morning, I'm going to be a surrogate. It's also not something that you wake up and go, you know what? I think I'm going to get a surrogate. It's a very 
You have to you have to really be in a specific situation to choose surrogacy. But to that point, my experience, and also I'm astute enough to say it's just my experience. So I'm sure there are other experiences out there that aren't the same as mine. But my experience is there was a very specific, thorough, thoughtful process behind the situation, meaning we met the surrogate, we, we courted them, we made sure that there was an emotional fit between the families. Then there was an extensive legal process that was done by an attorney who's done this her whole career and she was amazing. And we went through a very extensive legal process to make sure both parties were protected and it was a win-win. And then we went through an extensive insurance process to make sure that everything was covered if God forbid something were to happen or go sideways. Why do you care? If you are someone who believes in women's reproductive rights, this should bother you. If it doesn't bother you, it should, because this is all in the same vein. We should be able to build our families and have the freedom to do so without the intervention of Pope Francis or Pope on a rope or whoever the hell it is coming in with some out of touch broad stroke. It's just, it really, really bothers me. And so it leads me into another sort of rant about the whole, my name's Paul and that's between y'all, why do you care? I feel like with a lot of this stuff and a lot of these issues, people get, they get so caught up. It's like we forget that we literally are a speck of shit dust in the world, in the big picture. I brought a visual aid for you. This is my son's talking globe. But I will say this is a, I mean, plug for talking globe. This is amazing. I mean, I've learned more in the last, you know, 30 days about the, about the earth than I think I ever knew. This is a globe. I'm here to remind you because a lot of us grow up and our parents love us and they, you know, they coddle us and tell us we're the greatest thing in the world, which I'm not saying you're not great. I'm sure you, you're amazing, but you're a speck of shit dust. Your opinion, your, the team that you root for, your heritage, your belief system, uh, your political views are one they're one view, they're one thing, they're one little part of the big whole. Here's the earth. Okay, this is the earth, it is round. <laughs> okay, here's North America. Already we're here. There's all these people, all these beliefs. I mean, there's gay people, there's people of color, there's people who, who suffer things that we would never imagine. There's people who believe religions that we never, there's people, there's all kinds of different people than you. Now, even smaller, you see it, you see Ohio, it's tiny, it's really, really small. And then even within there, you got Columbus. And then in that tiny little thing, you, you'd have to get like a, a mic, microscope to see is, is like Upper Arlington Grandview. Remind yourself, you are a speck, a speck of shit dust, albeit an amazing speck of shit dust. There are so many other ways. There's so many other teams to root for. There's so many other ways to walk through the world, religions to 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 be involved in paths to walk. For me, my name is Paul and that's between y'all. As long as what you're doing isn't directly hurting me, causing me harm, I don't care. More power to you, live your life. If you're out there and you're someone who is like so self-involved, like the way you think and feel is like the way, and then everybody else is kind of secondary, take a step back, take your lens off, get curious. Go get yourself a talking globe. Look, there's a little pen here and they talk to you. Hi, this is See, Allen. it's amazing. Us. 
and she'll teach you all about what's going on in all these parts of the world that have nothing to do with you. Rant over. Thank you for coming to my Ed Talk. If you're just now hearing about an Ed Talk for the first time, that's because it is brand new. I literally just thought of it. An Ed Talk is sort of the stepbrother of TED Talk. And so basically a person like me, a knucklehead, sits down in a chair and does this fluid state of consciousness like I'm doing right now and basically equates to me yelling at the Pope and uh, we'll see how that all goes. Moving on, along with doing this once a month as a part of it, I want to make sure that I'm giving credit where credit is due because I do think there's a lot of um, catty competition and weirdness in life, but on social media too. And so I do think that... Um, we could say things more, like uh, compliment people more. Or if you see somebody out there crushing it or kicking ass or doing something, don't let that like insecure reflex that you have inside because you're not doing it or it makes you feel uncomfortable. Tell them they're working their tits off. They're yielding rewards. And so just if you see it, say it. The person that I want to give a shout out to or, if, you know, give credit where it's due, his name is Jay Klaus. And I've been following Jay for probably, I don't know, maybe not even a year. But Jay's personal brand is to help creators. He is authentic. He's kind. I feel like he's very, very helpful. And the reason why I picked him is because the last four or five days, every time I see a post from him and I read it, it's short and sweet, but it's really thoughtful and it's helpful. And I'm like, that really makes sense. And so I do think Jay is somebody who is rooted in authenticity and he truly makes um, – he makes – the World Wide Web a better place, but I'm sure he makes his actual world a better place too. So Jay, just want to say I see you and I think you're doing a great job and keep crushing it out there. And that brings me to kind of the quick pep talk part of this of this dialogue, which is um, authenticity. And I will say there's a lot of confusion and uh, people are overwhelmed. The people that I talk to who are starting their own brands um, you know, it's like, oh, what's the next best thing? Or should I be doing this trend? Or is this boring? Or you have to get rooted in your authentic self. And so until you get rooted in your authentic self, you are literally going to fall for anything. You're going to, you're going to exhaust yourself. You're going to run a million miles an hour going nowhere. So if you're somebody out there who's trying to build something and you're trying really hard on the gram or TikTok or whatever, and you haven't taken a step back to really sit with yourself and say, okay, who am I? What value do I bring to the table? What makes me feel um, the most like myself? And then you, you go from there and that's, that's how you pick the content. So cart before the horse if you haven't done that. And that could be a reason why you're sort of exhausting yourself and trying every little thing um, and kind of falling flat. So be authentic, be consistent, work your ass off. And um, it's that's no fail. Like it's a no fail zone. And if you need a pep talk, I'm your girl. I will give you a pep talk. If you email me, you DM me, I give you literally like a two minute pep talk. Um, if you give me your phone number, I will call you and I will give you a two minute pep talk and then I hang up. We can't talk over two minutes. I'm just going to hang up right in the middle of the conversation. If you can't get it within two minutes, I can't help you. All right. Before I wrap up, um, a couple of other exciting things. We have a website. It's very simple. CarrieCroft.com. If you go to the website and you scroll down and you put your email in the little boxy poo and you subscribe, 
to my newsletter, which I hate that word, but we're just going to call it that. Uh, put your name in the box and you will automatically get two PDFs and they're really cool motivational pep talk type um, wallpapers for your iPhone. One of them says brave before good. And that came from my incredible conversation with Reagan Walsh. If you didn't hear that, go back in my uh, Spotify and listen because she's an amazing, amazing author of Heart Boss, an amazing human. And then the other wallpaper is go for it. And I got that from Jason Barger, who's also an amazing human and an amazing author. And he's got like three, he's a veteran. He's got like three books. Okay. So go to my website, carriecroft.com, scroll down, put your email in the little thing, and you will get an automatic um, two pep talk PDFs. I mean, come on now. Last but not least, sponsorships. So 2024 is the year where I'm actually looking at getting sponsors for the show. I've been talking to a couple people about it. It's very exciting. Um, that being said, I'm super, what's the word? I'm picky because I in life am very much the town crier for things that I love. And so I want to be super um, authentic to who I'm, what I'm promoting on the show. Uh, so if I'm doing a spa or if I'm doing uh, a restaurant, like I'm not going to be doing multiple spas. I'm going to pick one or two of my favorites and just love them hard and give them all the juice. Although it would be kind of fun to be like a, a sponsor slut. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll sponsor slut it up in 2024. I don't know. No. Um, so anyway, if you do feel like with this show that there is a, um, that there's a fit, definitely worth a conversation. You can email me at Carrie at the Carrie Croft show.com. Um, and then last but not least, just want to, make sure something's clear. Cause I had a conversation with a woman the other day about potentially coming on the show. And what she said to me, it really, it really struck me. She's like, well, I haven't accomplished anything. And I kind of looked at her and I'm like, mm, er, yet, first of all, yes, you have look where you're, look where you are. You've been through X, Y, and Z in your life. You're building this business. You're an amazing human being. You have accomplished a lot. I mean, that's number one. But then number two, I don't want people thinking that this show is your typical, let's go grab the next, you know, expert or successful person and put them in this seat so we can all feel super alienated from, you know, whatever. I, that's not my goal. Do I like to have people on the show who have built things and are successful and all of that? Absolutely. Of course, that's part of it. But the, 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 nucleus of this show is the story and the human connection. So you could see a 15 year old like Ruthie Walling. She's a 15 year old girl was in here. You could see, you know, a 75 year old man. You know, my dad was in here, my brother, um, all kinds of walks of life. So it's, it's really the story and what interests me and keeps me doing this and very excited to do it is I want you out there, whatever place you're in, in your life, I want you to turn to hit to press play and to feel seen, heard, understood, entertained, and less alone when you hear my voice, when you hear the guest voice, and when you hear the story. Um, that's what it's about to me. And so the package that that comes in for me is way less important than getting like this really important. I mean, we're all important, right? Like no one's more or less important. So, when you're thinking about me and you're thinking about the show, uh, thinking about potential guests for the show, because I love that. I love when people connect me um, with people in their life. 
uh, and think enough about me in the show to do that. It means the world to me. When you're thinking about that stuff, think less about, you know, how are they important and successful and all these things. It's like, what's their story? And can somebody else latch on to that and really take the torch and run? I mean, that's that's what it's all about. And that reminds me of something before I, hopefully I haven't gone over my 15 minutes, but one last but not least thing, shout out to Allie Dorsett. Thank you, Allie. Allie reached out to me the other day and she's like, hey, hear me out. I have this great idea. Is this a great idea? Is it a horrible idea? And would you be willing to um, do like a donation thing for Make-A-Wish for our auction? I was like, that's the best idea I think I've ever heard in my life. Long story bearable. The lady from Make-A-Wish reached out. We talked about it. And so we're going to do a, a donation-based podcast. So um, I'm so pumped to be involved with Make-A-Wish, and I hope we raise $200 zillion, and I hope a really cool person comes on the show and we have a ton of fun. So I tell you that because if there's any other creative ideas like that out there where I can get out in the community, whether it's you know to help raise money or whatever it is, I'm totally game. I'm ready to get creative and get out there and improve the atmosphere. All right, so time's up. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, please DM me. And uh, if you talk to the Pope, tell him I said hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs>